Now, I did receive a microfiber mankini. What does it say on top of it? Hot stuff? Oh, no. That's the type. The, the company is aroused. Aroused. <laughs> aroused. I need some hot stuff, baby, this evening. <laughs> <laughs> is that the pelvic thrust movie? Yeah, the, the, the box. stuff, baby, tonight. <laughs> it's all in the camera. The crotch all in your face. I don't know. I wear this on the OnlyFans. <laughs> You can't win, talking a good game. You can't win, topics never lame. You can't win, 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 win. win. It's ridiculously funny. I'm Marvelous, aka 38 Special, aka or BKA, better known as Marvin Carlson. Where, where, where are we going with this? Why? How can you you immediately leaped into Carlson? Maybe lead the show then. How about you lead the show? I'm not your average Joseph, no AKAs this week. I'm Robin to to Mr. Carlson's Batman. <laughs> There's no other sidekick. There's no other sidekick. Mr. Thirty Eight Special. Mr. Thirty Eight Special. He is I, and I am him. Welcome to the Particle Sons Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe to all of the above, all streaming platforms possible. You can see this video on YouTube, particlesons.com, and now on Spotify. You can also hear these lovely voices on Audible, all the way from Audible to iHeartRadio, back to Spotify, to Google Podcasts, and iTunes. And to our listeners, because I'm, I'm sure our viewers can tell by now, it's a... Uh... This is going to be I wear my sunglasses uh, in the daytime special. Um, That's when you're supposed to wear your sunglasses. In, 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 inside in the daytime special. And you know, regular viewers, you know what that means. You, you know what that means. But um, we're going we gonna to give you a show. I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means. Why, why I can't be just on my cool shit. Because, yeah. you know, you know, seems like only days ago I was once 37. Just, just once. Just once. And then now, pow, 38 special. So, you know, different attitude comes with 38, you know, just saying. But salute to everybody for the birthday love. I do appreciate everybody from the hollers to the shout outs to congratulations. This was how, 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 how did it feel being in the city this time around? Because you usually, you usually take this time in and do the venture, the venture stuff. I don't appreciate Toronto enough. I'll be a first first and foremost person to say that. Okay. And I feel like a good portion of people who live within the GTA, they tend they tend to take certain things granted because I'll agree that I, I, I don't appreciate Toronto enough. So I, well. I, I, I you probably try. appreciate Toronto bed more than I do. I I, I try. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I think that's what me, I always look at stuff as like, oh shit, you did this where and I just be like, yay or nay. Is it for me or is it not? Right. Those are the kind of things I just ask about to see. But other than that, I like seeing other sides of the city they really look at and I feel like that's the very Caucasian part inside that's, of that's, me because I look at it where it's very Caucasian of you it's very Caucasian <laughs> of me thank you thank you you know Marvin is a Jewish name yeah, so you yeah. know Shalom but I look at it where to me 
I've always used to say that Caucasians like to go and do things outside, no matter what the weather look like. If it's snowy as shit, they want to do some shit outside. No, if they want to do something outside, they oh, that's it. They yeah. just no matter what they want to be outside. And I think I'm not for the winter activities, but if it's something where I know I don't have to wear too much clothes and I don't have to shiver my timbers, right? See something new, especially yeah. within the, the striking range of the city where I can drive to and kind of just. Take a deep breath and be like, oh shit, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So with the city especially, I like downtown, like, I love the metropolis of New York City. Yes, I can agree with that. I can walk around specific parts within like the like the downtown Manhattan area. Yeah. And just feel at home. The air, the ambiance, the noise, all that, that. That means a lot to me. Right. Toronto has that aspect. So Toronto is like one of my second favorite downtown. Like downtown Cleveland has nothing compared to downtown Toronto. Mm. Facts. Okay. Facts. Even downtown Miami, nothing compared to downtown. To me. Really? To me. Right. Facts. I look at it like that. Like maybe downtown. Is, is it because it's so con- it's so condensed? Do you think that might be? I think that's what it is. Okay. I think part of it is, is condensed, and then it's different parts and stuff. It's like it's. Constant movement. Right, right. It's never a slow. Like, I want to say, probably like on weekends and stuff, like in Cleveland. Yeah. In downtown Cleveland, you know the times where it might be intense and might be slow. Got it. Okay. You know, for a fact, without me even saying too much, Young and Bloor will always be busy. Always. Yeah. If it's now, it might just be the Sunday drivers and stuff out because the podcast being recorded on the Sundays. Right. And people doing their little one or two commutes. If it's a later night, whatever, you know it might be the cabs and the Ubers and stuff moving and people going to destinations, other parts and stuff. And right, right. It has that it's kind of sports piece. hub, so it's the the downtown courts constantly. Yeah. Right. Right. So and then I look at it stuff as where the the land space. Like you can drop downtown Cleveland into Toronto and still be so much downtown Toronto and stuff left. Mm. Right. And remember downtown Toronto, a lot of times looks so much like New York. That, that's why they film so that's many movies film, right. yeah. here. There's like downtown Toronto. I, I like that vibe. Yeah. So I just said, let me just take in the downtown vibe on my time, my world, my, you know, so like, you know, like a Mariah, black Mariah Carey Has, dick. Is there any spots that you've heard of within the city of Toronto or maybe on, well, I'll even expand a little bit and say Ontario that you've heard of that it's a place to either go like to take in the ambiance or sightseeing or that you haven't been there that you, you want us, you would like to see or? Um, I've never been to Sable Beach. Me neither. I've never been to Sable Beach. Actually, no, sorry. The time that we went, um, the time when we went looking for spots to to, to put an Airbnb at, mm-hmm. Sabo Beach was one of them, but it was like, when we went, it was like off season. So we didn't actually get to go to like the, the beach, beach or anything area. like that. Yeah. Sabo, Sabo is one of the places and stuff and I want to, I want to go to, um, was it Sault Ste. Marie? Sault Ste. Marie. I just want to, I just want to see what the whole feel is because I heard it's more like, like a native kind of aboriginal, right? you know, like that whole indigenous kind of vibe. Yeah. I want to take in more of that and then the world's nickel comes from there. So I just feel like a quick high life thing. Like for me, I look at this stuff as I really, really and truly, I want to see the Bolivia, like um, Bolivia, like salt flats. Mm. 
But I got nothing else in Bolivia that I want to go that see. You want, that you'd like to see. So I'm looking <laughs> at stuff. I'm like, yeah, I can Google this shit. But I might take like, if I go there, I'm going with my own fucking photographer. Or I'm going with somebody with a sharp ass iPhone. Yeah. And we're going to take the fuck out of some flicks. And I'm be like, I I paid all these thousand dollars just to get here. Just to do this. List. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Other than that, there's nothing else really there. Like I look at this stuff. You've been to one resort. You've been to them all. Yeah. Like they all have the same kind of pieces and mechanic parts. To it, see. Well, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, I want to do other th- shit. So what you probably would have to do is like find, like find, find other little like spots that's near Bolivia, so you can like do like maybe do like an island hop type of yeah. thing, and then and like knock that off your bucket list. Okay, I'm in the area. Let's go to this island now. Let's not, you know, let's, let's go, as let's opposed go. to just yeah, because you're right. After you do that one thing in Bolivia, what else are you gonna do? So that's why, like, even like with with yesterday for my birthday and stuff, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go downtown. Right. I'm just vibe. I'm like, because if I don't like the vibe in this place, I can get my ass up and just go to another place. Yeah. Get yeah. my ass up and go to another place. Because there's tons of places and stuff to tons go to. Of and places. it's so funny and stuff. Like, again, being a city with so many type of things, there's speakeasies in different places you didn't even think. Then right. there's other little lounges you never even probably tried. Like, I want to say, if you got to work for fucking blog, T.O. To know these like, little these spots. Type, yeah, 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 to yeah. say you've been to yeah. all of these things because when do you have time? I remember when like when it came to me finishing school, I went out, I almost went out seven days a week. I cashed in on the, on the last day. My body was tired. Right. I went to Rockwood on the Mondays to go party. No, Sunday, Phoenix. Monday, Rockwood. Tuesday, Century Room. Wednesday, that was the Crocodile Rocks and all the other random spots where you can meet the people that want to drink and just kind of chat your ear off and shit. Yeah. Crocodile Rock, the women used to buy drinks for men. Ah, Who nice. run the world? Girls. Thursday, you come back around and stuff. Circa was popping at the time. Mm. And then Friday, all the other clubs and everything just kind of opens right the fuck up. Right. Right? The Sunday, I was like, my body's weary. I, I need some real life, like night-night sleep and shit like that. And I couldn't go. And I was like, Somebody's like, why did you go here on the Monday? Or go here instead of rock. There's so many things so to many do. Things, so many things. But I think I I think I like uh downtown core just for that. Because everything is condensed and everything is in such a walking distance yeah. where it's like you can just you can either bounce from club to club. And if that club is con- congested or packed, you can just go to another spot and it'll just be it'll still be a vibe. I think the only other spot that I liked. That I would say it wasn't con- it wasn't like all congested in it, but it was like it was a just a vibe on in itself was the time we were at in uh, Montreal. And we were just walking down that one strip mm. and it had like all these like those little little same same thing you were the talking outdoor about. Outdoor patios, like, outdoor and the patios bars in the and, front yeah. end. But if like if you look down in the building, like you'd see like a little cut and like you'd see like another set of patios with another set of bars down inside the cut. And I was like, oh, this is this is different. It's like it's not. The city's not laid out the same, mm-hmm. but they they kind of keep that same district like tight. I I like that. So that and you know I, I can't I can't fuck with Montreal like that. No, Whatever. I think the the thing is about I can't fuck with Montreal. The stuff is that um, I think once you leave Montreal, right, and then you're you're not in not in regular English lang. You're you're in the French lang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it's not inviting. So if it's right. not inviting, I don't really want to fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Like and I don't really like for myself. I don't really have a desire to go to Dubai. Right. Because I look at it where you're putting so many rules on me that I don't really have these kind of rules and stuff whatever here. Yeah. Right? So I look at stuff. I don't want to go anywhere where I can't be me. 
I'm not saying I'm gonna go there to break the law because when when the Romans do what the Romans do, right? This is the reason why, like, I'm for Britney Griner being locked up, right? Because she broke rules on their land, right? So I'm not gonna go in their land and go try to do Marvin shit when I can't do Marvin shit, right? 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 I'm 38 special, baby. I gotta move different out here. If I'm gonna fire off like Hunter TV show showing my age because I'm dated, mm-hmm. I wanna move like that. And certain places, if I cannot be me or like. Montreal, I tried to talk to a woman one day. I told you, McDonald's, the senior. Yeah. Y'all motherfuckers speak English there. All y'all people from Montreal and stuff, whatever. Y'all like me, fight me. That's my slogan. Right. How you doing today? Sorry to bother you. I find you attractive. Do from us? I'm sorry, I don't speak French. Then the chick from McDonald's is like, quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah, that's me. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> you can speak English. Yeah. We drove, we drove <laughs> past. We drove past. Overshot Montreal for the bit. Mm-hmm. Hi, sir. Mm-hmm. Sorry to bother you. We believe we are lost. Right. We're trying to get back to Montreal. 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 Yeah, that, that, that's where we're going. We're going. Work with the hand gestures. Please, I beg. Please, yeah, I yeah. beg. Duck, duck, goose? What? Duck, goose. It can be a bit of a problem if you don't, if you don't know the language, for sure. And definitely if you, if you, if you wander outside of Montreal. But there's, and even with, even with saying that, I think only I think one time we played out there at some at some at some spot. But you know when you, you know when you can tell the hood spots when you, when you you go to a certain spot you can tell that was a that was a hood spot. It was but it's only one time that we were there. Mm. But all the other times it's like I'm in either the like the the city of itself of, of Montreal and that 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 core area that I was I, I was talking about. Mm. But apparently there's like there's like live spots where we go and it's just like we find they'll find the English speaking people who who don't speak the French as the first language but in majority of times you you you'll find the 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 groups is of of Haitian descent there there okay okay but yeah no 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 I I get that totally it's like it's like anytime I'm going on 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 vacations like my wife she loves to go to like different islands and stuff like that but her brother who's her twin you can't get him to go anywhere but Jamaica and it's that same thing like he knows the lay of the land he's comfortable there he can do whatever he wants there you know what I mean it's no like oh don't come off the resort or don't come out for this because no, nah, no, nah, I'm from here. I know, I know, I know the the, the lay of the land. I know how to uh, operate and maneuver. The Dominican was 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 that that was part of like a thing for me because I'm yeah. looking, I'm like, but I just want to explore like door. They're like, no, 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 we're spending. You stay here and everything right. like that. And then uh, it was more uh, it was with the ex, one of the exes and stuff at the time. And then with her, she sport more Spanish. So they kind of gave her a little leeway, like, all right, well, you know, I mean, 
she speaks a little Spanish. So you guys will be okay yeah. if you guys go out there. Right, right. I'm like, see, sí, see, sí, yes, 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 yes. I'm like, yo, we better not get kidnapped in this bitch, but I just want to see what the layout is. And it was dope because even like a barbershop I went to, I'm like, I just want to line up. Yeah. And I went to the barbershop and stuff. Dude spoke, what do you say? He spoke six languages. Oh, nice. French, English, Spanish, German. Uh... I, I, I think Mandarin and something else because he said these are the tourists that they get. Right, right. So I'm like, oh, so he said at one time he was like the the barber that would work for a specific resort. Mm. He made enough change and he ended up on his own little thing. So, but he, you know, he tried to do the to and fro, but it's kind of like his thing took off. So that's why he's like in the closer town. Right. Something like, oh shit, something like that's dope. Yeah. I would have never knew that if, you know. He stayed on hotel grounds, right. Yeah. I like to interact. That's just me. And I don't, I need to have one, more than one major task yeah. to do when I go to set place if it's not visiting for like family or friend purpose. So if I'm going to go to, if I'm going to go to Paris, I, if I'm going to say I'm going to go to Eiffel Tower, that's not my only mission. Right. So that's just me. Sorry, with that being said, we'll, we'll wrap it up with, did you do anything special or anything new on your birthday inside Toronto. This, this yeah, country. damn right. And you you want to pay me? Fuck you, pay me. I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> this ain't no place. This ain't the place. I'm going to keep something, you know, reserved with the 38 special. Now, I did receive a microfiber mankini. What does it say on top of it? Hot stuff? No, no. Yeah, that, that's the type. The, the company is aroused. Aroused. <laughs> aroused. I need some hot stuff, baby, this evening. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that the pelvic thrust movie? Yeah, the, 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 the box. stuff, baby, tonight. It's all in the camera. The crotch all in your face. I don't know. I wear this on the OnlyFans. <laughs> and then you graduate from the feet poses, you put on your mankini. Yeah, I'm gonna clip my toenails first. We're gonna start off with the with the with the with the foot clips. Uh, with the with the with the feet with the feet photos. Then after that, do like a slow pan out. Listen, you know man. Yeah, that, you should just, you know, start off with the bidding first. How much do you pay to see me in the mankini? Go fund me! Hey! <laughs> go fund me. We, we you reach what would be your figure that you gotta reach to don the mankini? Ten racks. Ten racks? Ten racks. Ten racks go fund me. Someone set it up for him. Someone Ten set racks. it up for him. Ten racks. And I will you I will pose in this thing. And if we and if we bring it to like 20 racks, I'll cook breakfast in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see more of cooked breakfast in a mankini, 20 racks. We gotta get that GoFundMe too. Ten racks, he'll he'll, he'll don the mankini. Let's 20, go. 20, he's cooking breakfast in it. Let's go. Could you imagine you had a mankini out with an apron? <laughs> yeah, man, just get the cheeks out, man. Just get, you know, just... Uh, Might have to, uh, to do some... Any bread left? No, I'm ass out. I have to do some some manscaping, some serious manscaping for that. Yeah, you know how to do some serious manscaping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like you don't cover too much <laughs> the land. <laughs> it doesn't cover... For... It's a Borat, man. I'm the black Borat if I'm wearing that. Uh, let's get to the polls. First poll said... Who is Elon Musk more like, Iron Man or Lex Luthor? And 75% said Lex. Do you agree or do you disagree? No, nah, I think we're piggybacking off of, off of last week, man. Lex, 
we, we started off, you know, when the whole argument came about, the whole Tony Stark, I kind of think just fit him well because of his nerdish techn- technological background. But no, Lex Luthor is that guy. And he's that guy plus a villain. So it made perfect sense. What? A, okay, so you said nerdish. Now, what makes... Iron Man, nerdish, just because of the tech, just the tech, just the, the the tech stuff. So if you fuck with tech, you a nerd. Yeah, we we're gonna have we're gonna be more nerded out than anything else because the future is tech, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, it, it's it's not nerd for nothing. It's tech or nothing. It's tech or nothing. It's tech or nothing. I want to say like the the solid carpenters and like the builder types. Right. They're still gonna be around. I oh for sure because you're gonna come to a point where I feel like the conversion rate to to convert over let's say uh, a high school dropout or somebody who's not really going too much and stuff with their world Mm -hmm. there's where you can jump that's a landscape where you can jump in and you can go from like nothing to something within time and direction right right I think formal education for a lot of things is is needed. I don't think for certain fields like that, too much is needed. I think there's more safety courses. Right. So I feel like if everybody else is tech-wise going to be former educated, yeah. the builder-wise and the carpenter-wise and stuff, no. I think it's just going to be skill set, trade, education stuff, if need be, or something that could be taught. Be like, see me do this, yeah, and we can send you on your way. See, because the, the reason why I ask is because even like with that industry, I've seen a lot of stuff as far as um, like like three like the three D printing technology. Um, That's tech. Yeah, like like actual AIs, like robots, like do like putting together like pre prefab from factory, come and set up, and then like a lot of like the boxable stuff where they have robots just it just just preassembling stuff. Man, I I think if if y'all ain't gotten into STEM yet, that may be a start, maybe a small, maybe a, a small foot in. The rise of the machines, bro. I I I think like those, those like those smaller stuff, even like the remedial task stuff, I think those are gonna be like the first to go. Mm. The funny thing is when even when I was working at um like Chrysler working on the line, they were saying they would have a lot more robots, but because of the design of the cars, certain things still need like uh, like a human hand to finesse it, right? Because um, you might have like a plastic part, right? Right. That plastic part, it may not be to spec. It may be off by uh, like a like millimeters. That millimeter is enough to throw off a, a, a like a machine trying to put it in when it's it's set to to a minute a minute precision, where a human hand can go in and say, "Oh, it's off by a little bit. I can massage it. I can make it. I can make it fit." They're saying as soon as they had they can make robots with dexterity like that, then those positions are gone. But until now, they're they're still kind of safe. I was uh, talking to a, a, a group of young men at um the Harry Jerome Awards last night. Mm. And one of them worked in, um, one of them worked in finance. One of them worked in, no, the, both of them worked in finance. One was he, uh, he's a, a programmer coder 
And then the other dude was, well, he worked in banking, but he, he didn't say specifically what he does, right? So then I, I, I saw, I asked him about the whole, you know, where do they see everything coming, going? I mentioned the whole cybersecurity thing. He said, yes, that's that's definitely going to be be a, a big a big issue. But he's saying, yeah, right right now, if anything in coding, and like you're still doing the coding part, you're still you're temporarily still gonna be the guy mm-hmm. because as everything transfers over, you're gonna need some somebody to come, 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 uh, code it because he was like like the tellers, all those all of that that shit's like it's gone, Free, like like forget it. So as soon as it's a remedial task that can be repetitive and you just have to punch it in one time, Bob's your uncle. Well, Bob's my uncle mm-hmm. and, and, and so forth like that. But yeah, so it's it's so funny as you as you mentioned it. Like it came to my mind when you said the workers because it was just a, like a, I would say like last week I was watching this, this they, they had this one machine. It was, um, it was a mixture of 3D printing. So it's set up like... A, You know how they have the typical 3D printers, how they have the one arms that just, it, it's just like a one platform like this and then they have a machine in the middle? I just, I just know they have a machine, like right. a, a, a space where they print everything out. It would be like, it would be like that, but on like a, like a large scale. So let's say it would take up like maybe, like maybe a few dozen yards. Okay. I, I, about a space which you would have a typical house on. And then it would just basically just has the one arm. It just looks like one piece, no scaffolding, just like one square piece where the machine now just pretty much just goes over and just from, from the plan itself, just just a, a mixture in, a, a mixture of concrete and then just use the, the, the concrete mixture just like how they would use like a, three, like a 3D printer. And just by layer, the shit look crazy. It's just like layer by layer. You just seeing this thing form. And I'm like, Man, ain't gonna be jobs for nobody left. I think for now we we should be good because I think that even with the three D printers can't print out like titanium and certain solid kind of metals and stuff like that. When they when they master that or they have that ability and stuff too, then it might be a different discussion at that time. Mm. Because if you're sold on the pretense that this house was made with even three D printing, a lot of people might not buy it. Mm. Right? I still feel like there's still a good portion of people be like, "Mm, I'm still old school where I know I, this can stand up some test of time some elements compared to like this right so I feel like we're still not in that land space and stuff forever to be like a cause of fear I just looked at it stuff as where your tech people if they're just considered nerdy and stuff because they just know tech and we're still I want to say we're still using language like that yeah then what do, what do we say to like the other side so the tech is nerdy negative so what's the positive? No, but, I, but I, don't, I don't even think the tech is being looked at as, uh, or nerdy is being looked at as Well, you negative. said it. No, not as, a, as like a negative. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're techie. They're considered techie. But as, as, I don't think it's being looked at as a negative light no more. To be a nerd? I think being a nerd is cool right now. Being a nerd is cool. Is- I, th- I think being a nerd is cool right now. What is a nerd now? Well, that's it. Somebody who's if you're considering someone who's in technology, a nerd, like pretty much. I would, but I wouldn't. As I'm saying, I wouldn't consider, wouldn't consider any. That. No, anybody. You, you, you wouldn't consider that. No, anybody with technology and stuff, whatever. You seem like God to me because worst case scenario, some shit breaks down. Uh, 
kind sir. Yeah. Please step up to the plate. I'm not going to be like, you there, asshole, who I've been making fun of for the longest. Fix my issue. It's <laughs> 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 like, like <laughs> you're talking down on somebody that has to fix your issue. And that's what I'm saying. And, and, and they, like, they, they're not part of that power structure where you really can't talk down to them because no, they are the guys who are there to fix the issue. Elon Musk. They're not the, they're not the, they're not the cool guys. Those are the guys you want to know. Yeah. Elon Musk. They just took that Lex He's villain though. He's not, no, he's no, not. still Lex yes, Luthor. He's still Lex. He's still Lex Luthor. Uh, wow. All that came from that. Uh, one quote, the next poll was, would you know a fraud if you saw it? And 55% said, yes. They would know when they see him. I'm gonna go with the. It, it would for me it would have to be the level of fraud. If, if it's the normal coming through my mail, I've won this, this, that. Yeah, I, I can, I can detect that. Majority of frauds. Can you? Can you? I want to say like the average frauds that you know of. Would you be able to spot them out? If I if I I know of it already. So okay, you know about credit card scams, right? Right. You know about PPEs, right? You know about World Vision, right? So, if these things came at you and stuff, they're like, oh, we can secure a PPE loan and stuff for you. You can do whatever the fuck or, you know, fraud your taxes and get this amount of change. You know, you know those from a mile away. Exactly. From exactly. previous experiences. Not even from yourself, but from other people's knowledge. From, from other people's knowledge and even, even in some cases from, from being burnt myself, right? Right. But now, that doesn't... Crime can't stop. <laughs> oh, never. Not on planet Earth. Never. Not on planet Earth. So, crime won't stop. But there's still constantly more and more frauds and more and more scams and stuff that even to be developed. Like even right now, we're talking about the AI and the fake voices. Well, and I was shit about like to that. mention the first time I seen that Donald Trump picture being arrested, I thought that was real. Mm-hmm. I thought that was real. I ain't gonna lie. Right. So then there's a perfect example of fraud being taking place and me being taken by that fraud. And the low ass percentage said, like, yeah. They're like, no, they did. You can't get me with fraud. <laughs> I can spot it a mile away. I think I think the the more advanced technology gets, the even harder it becomes. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's so dope. I was looking at um I can't remember, I saw like something on YouTube one day, and it's about how they make um like certain currencies with the the let's say the, the counterfeit money. Right. And certain currencies have like holographic stuff and all that type of stuff. And these guys, they actually use like whatever one I seen, the guys are masked up, like um balaclavas and everything, and they were doing I think the Euro. Right. And the Euro has like some spots on it where it's like shiny and everything. They use basically like glitter they buy from the dollar store. Yeah. And they kind of glue put the glue a type of way so that when you sprinkle it, it looks like a fresh ass euro with the shiny. I was like, Oh shit! So yeah. it's like you gotta be paid. You gotta pay fully attention to this thing because they said a lot of times they'll tell people like, "Yo, if you're gonna spend it, they ask them like, where are you gonna spend these counterfeits? When you spend them in places stuff a little light, a little dark. If you're going like club settings, in and out, whatever, you're good. Right. If you're going to like bright ass malls or, or um, department stores, yeah, might be a problem. Might be a problem because a lot of light. They didn't want to hold shit up. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, this is fake. So. I couldn't spot fraud. I can tell you that for a fact. I've been shimmy scammed and all the above. I'm not saying that it's going to stop, but the more I learn about them, the more I'm better at dealing with them. Yeah. I had a homeless dude or less fortunate dude. He scammed me one day and man, wolfed up on me at Sheridan too. 
Mm-hmm. Rolled up at Sheridan. He came with a gas container. He's like, yo, my man. He's like, my van broke down and I was wondering like, if I can give you my watch, it should be worth about like $85. Right. But even like 20 bucks so I can put gas and stuff so I can get myself home. And I was like, damn. Bro, don't, 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 keep your watch. Like, you know, I got as a, I got some some coins for you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave like some loonies and toonies. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I appreciate it. Motherfucker came back the next week. I'm walking up and down the same area. About you the same watch? Same thing. I'm like, hey man, fuck you and your watch. <laughs> okay? <laughs> you scam Yo, artist. One time I online, I got this jacket. It was it was supposed to be a Canada goose. Mm-hmm. It took us several months to get here, and by the time it got to me, it was a Canada loose. <laughs> well, yeah, the stuffing was flying out of the shit left, right, and center. It was just it was, and, and 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 it's so funny because I think a couple weeks in after not getting any responses, I kind of like, nah, this is not cool. This is this is this is definitely fraud, mm-hmm. right? Said so I was lucky enough that I I bought it through my my visa, mm-hmm. so I, I alerted them and so forth like that. So they. They, re- they okay, reimbursed okay. me and everything like that. All right, that was what it But it's well. still, but it still ended up coming like months after. Months like, after. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yo, this is a Canada loose. This ain't a Canada goose. Loosey goosey. Ah, <laughs> uh, we are done with the polls. Uh, what we got next? R.I.P. Jerry Springer. Cherry, 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 cherry. Jerry went off to that final fight in the sky. He ain't coming back. He's going to give his thoughts and praises and words. And their words. final thoughts. I can't even remember the last Jerry Springer show final thought. That was something to go. I'm going to go Google that final a little bit thought. later. Like his last, last final yeah, thought. Because I think he he had like a, it was like a monologue, like a TV mm-hmm. to a full out monologue, right? Mm-hmm. It was a nice little monologue and stuff to tell you about all the chaos, how titties and this was flying. But he's like, we need to love each other. Yes, I paid you to come on my show and act a fool and act the ass or show even your ass cheeks, dance to the tub of jello, but we need to be oh, one Jay. with each other and respect Jay. each other. Did they ever do mud wrestling? I feel like they did, they've come done on, mud bro. wrestling. <laughs> Jerry's biggest, epi- <laughs> to me, though I remember about Jerry's biggest episodes, he had one where like the Ku Klux Klan was there and they were answering questions. I was like, shit. And you had, they had this one black dude there in the audience. He was just there. He's like, Yo, he's cracking his knuckles. He's looking like, you know, Red Rover, Red Rover. We call ass whooping over. He's like, he's ready for war. I'm looking mm-hmm. like, yo, this man looks tight. Mm-hmm. And then I refuse to wear clothes. And I think that's the reason why like whoever bought like the VHS, the two out for TV. Right. I'm like, I just need to see this episode. But they just kept bringing it into clips. Yeah, yeah. So they were doing it in the clips. So I was like, no one wants to take in the full episode because the one lady, she's just there, full buff, pubic hair and all. She's like, and they didn't block anything out. I was looking like, this is an educational show. We, we should we should take this, this in. This is Jerry. But yeah, Jerry, Jerry B. Miss is just that his death has like, it's like, like I said, it's a shroud in kind of mystery. It's cancer. They're not really discussing it yet and disclosing it as of yet. Right. Maybe because it's still fresh and I guess autopsies have to be going down. Yeah. But Jerry had a lifestyle too. He was in the 70s, no? Around yeah, the, he, he passed in the 70s. Passed in the 70s. But that's what I'm saying. He still had a lifestyle. Because right. even if you have a lifestyle in your 30s, yeah. you can still kick the bucket in your 40s. Yeah. The lifestyle, he was the women, the drugs, and all that type of things. I think he kind of slowed it down. He They had a Netflix show about the 90s, and he did speak on about 
how his show or people from his show spoke about like how he would conduct himself offset, but mm. it would make sense why certain things wouldn't work out health wise for Jerry. Right. And then much as older age and stuff is a, definitely a factor and stuff too. I don't think yeah. too many people really live past the age of 80. So I think once you're getting into the, I want to say 70s landscape. Right. In today's times, in today's climate with the air, the pollution, the shit we eat. And again, 70 and, is good. And again, the lifestyle he was living, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 70's good. 70's, 70's good. good. So RIP to, to Jerry. Your final thoughts on Jerry? Nothing? I'm just saying, I'm just thinking of how that era of um, talk shows one host in the daytime that's gone now and it's just the 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 views the the, the red table talks where, where it's just a group of either women group of men or group of women and men that's now kind of dominated that whole that whole daytime scene because people because the thing stuff is that I think the powers that be understand let's say the talk space world. Right. The talk space world was, I guess, for the few and few privileged folks who, who might get get like a, a radio show mm. or might get like a, a PBS kind of monologue time to discuss about a particular space or particular thing. Right. Enter YouTube. You can create, you can, today I'm going to talk about why cats should talk more? Right. You're entertaining this thing. You have a following of why people should talk to cats or why cats are around meowing and different codes. If you pay attention to different homonyms in a, in a, in a meow, you might understand some... And this now has a following. Right. This now has a community. So now it's just kind of like, well, what if we set up a community because everybody's now leaving the TV landscape to go to the digital or to the YouTube or the internet landscape what are they mainly doing that we can replicate and stuff without the cost or the overheads for everything? Because to have a show like fucking 24, yeah. you got to spend it, you got to oh, dig yeah, in your bag. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then these people and stuff are doing these those one-off convos and monologues and everything. Fuck, we can do that, but we have, we can produce star backing or give people like a star backing kind of world right. where they can now leave that digital space to come back to TV. To TV. Okay. Got so it. that... that the Oprahs and all that type of stuff, can they still pop off? Probably not, because no one really watches TV like that. Yeah. Price is Right is still popping. But Price is Right, people put that in staples and stuff. Like certain generations put that in staples and like how it's still going. Right. They might not remember Bob Barker, but they know that. Dun, 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 dun. They know that theme. Yeah. yeah. Right? Other than that, we need our lose local, we need our weather local whatever shows reality shows if we're into that we might fuck with that if we're still into the talk space world we'll leave the TV we'll go to the internet if we just want to take in the talk space world we can't see it we're taking a fucking podcast right. but the TV landscape that land they realize they're, they're running low they're running low on ideas over there yeah yeah yeah. so they're going to be shaking their rough until because <laughs> look because I mean Reality TV as a genre, that's, it's, it seems like it's been around for almost 30 plus years now. Hmm. Probably. And if, and. Because the oldest show I can recall is Real World. Right. And and what's really, there's, I don't see a replacement for that type of format 
any anytime soon. Yet, I I feel like for TV, TV it, it's it's weird because I want to say you need more people interaction, right? Right. Let's say you're watching. Well, just you bring back up twenty four again. Let's mm-hmm. say you're watching twenty four. This episode sucks. Now, right? Let's say for like it might have less action than the other episodes and stuff. On YouTube now, say they run that episode, motherfuckers say, I don't like this episode. This episode sucks. At this particular time, the show goes to shit. Right. People are interacting with this now. TV, you can't interact with that. Right, right, yeah. Like you might see like a mask, whatever the fuck, and like text this number to vote. To vote. Other than that, you can't interact with this. No. Right? With this, you can comment, you can make noise, you can probably get your tribe and be like, yeah, I hate this part in this show too. Like, yeah, what's up with them? The quality of the show went to shit. And now you got a lot of people saying like, they're not fucking with this product anymore, right? You have no say in that land space. They never had anything formatted formatted for that. And that's what I'm saying. TV tried to do something like that. Um I think if I think it was the the Wii controllers, the one that, that looked like a, like a little small monitor, mm-hmm. where you could watch where you could watch a TV episode mm-hmm. with like a group of people, and like comment and like comment back and forth with you guys. Like I never heard like of a that. watch. It's almost like similar to like a like a watch party. Okay, no, I never heard of that. They were doing. How that long was this? This oh, I don't think it was that. Maybe two or three years ago. But it never really caught on. And it was like... That. Netflix was doing that. Ne- yeah, I was going to say and Net- Net- Netflix started doing something similar towards that. And there was there was somebody else that was doing a, a similar thing. But I remember with the the, the, the the Nintendo Wii, like certain of the TV shows, you could do Apple was the, the Apple box. You could do it with too. Okay. Where like you had your, your own community and like a community of people might watch a specific show. Then y'all would like watch it together and be able to comment with each other and this, that, and the third. And... They had like little interactive stuff. So TV tried. I guess they, I guess that would be their version of trying to pull people from like that that whole internet experience world, that whole YouTube experience, community experience world, into something like that. But it's just I just never it what never caught t- on. <clears throat> I look at it as a, check this out. Every TV, damn near like major station that you know has a streaming platform. It, pretty much, yeah. Because they know for a fact that their fear is that the ratings or to make the money from the ratings, you're not watching on that specific time, but they will consider their money maker in time. Like the advertisement people stuff will say like, well, 24 is the show. We need to throw these commercials in between the 24 segment. Now you have nowhere to say like, all right, 24, because like within the show, 24 would be like, what, 42 minutes long. And then so you have like, what, about 20 minutes of commercials within that hour. Now you can't interject the, the commercials and stuff if it's on the internet. Right. Now, let's say somebody has a YouTube premium and stuff. You're like, well, part of the YouTube premium thing, like, yo, if you can make some change from that. But other than that, y'all ain't gonna see the we gonna see your ads. How are you gonna see the commercial and stuff if you can't, you're not even home from work at the, at the time when the show wants to run. Yeah. You might set your PVR to record if you have something like that to record and then you might play it. But even if, you're probably like, I'm into the show. I don't got time for these commercials. You be right past right. the commercials. Right. TV is lo- losing us their thunder. Yeah. 
that's what to say. It's like probably even right now when I think about it, between screen time, mobile devices is I, I would say probably mobile devices and maybe a computer, then TV. For most people, because yeah, yeah, they made their phones to computers, though. Right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that that's that's gonna come with the territory when you're able to make this play Netflix or this play this and this play right, that, right. right? You're going to get into that landscape and stuff. But TV, like TV with commercials and all that type of stuff, it still runs. It still runs, but yeah, it's that's for the selective running. group. Yeah. I would say I would say it still runs and then cable's dead. So the, for that format where you would, you would traditionally have TV on, like that that's no longer that's no longer viable. And because that's no longer viable, the your only thing to do is streaming. Mm. Or is to have it on a is to have it on a streaming platform. No, piracy just jumped into play and stuff with that. Right. Because you there's certain channels that was be key and essential to be considered even like basic cable. Like CNN, I think, was one of them. I don't know, like how you guys used to run things here in Canada, I think like up to twenty nine, you have to pay for more channels and that'd be considered basic cable. Yeah, I think so. In America, a lot of places that you probably might have like six. Okay. You might have six because when they did a switch over from analog boxes to digital boxes, like with the analog could probably pick up six without a receiver. Right, right. Right? And then when they start going into the digital landscape, that place was more already those basic cable type of channels. So CNN is kind of embedded into In a lot of people's right basic right? right so i don't think like it's not like they don't need cnn but they will flock to what they know yeah and a lot of times training conditioning yeah you saw your parents always read paper you might have been the kid the stuff after them to kind of read paper and your kid might have been the people that just kind of just constantly watch news and that might have been an easier way to digest the news format for them and then now like bit bits of news is like cp24 and stuff wasn't around like that. It was long form back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Now we're getting short form, but again, it's changing with the time and the wave. Right. CNN, let's get to the Don Lemon shit. You have these heavy hitters, CNN and Fox News. Fox News is more of a straight, basic cable broadcasting. Mm -hmm. They both let go their top anchors at the same time. Coincidence or not? No, I don't, I, I don't think it's a coincidence. I, I think um, with with the the Tucker, I know they were they they, they were beefing with um, the whole the lawsuit type the the lawsuit. Um, also, with the way he runs his shows, he rubbed a lot of their sponsors wrong, so they weren't making any. His show didn't have any sponsors, so they weren't making any money sponsorship wise. From his show, his so show had no sponsors, no no sponsors. Mm. So that's why that's that's why after what he he was just he was just sprouting off off of the mouth because he didn't really have anybody to to offend him. But I heard you know they were getting heat from just like regular sponsors for other shows on the network, being like, "Yo, he's your he's your he's at that prime spot." I might have to pull from, you know, just from what he's saying, I might have to pull away from you got you guys altogether. So he was becoming a liability. Mm. Um, and then I don't I think they just they got rid of him now because I don't think they wanted him around for the whole 
that the whole the whole primaries thing, right? Because he carries so much weight for the he carries so much weight for them. So the time that they canceled him, I was like, well, how do you cancel somebody who carries so much weight for your institution? But then when I heard the whole, he has to stay silence for like the next six months because that was part that would have been when his contract is officially up. And it's not like they canceled him or anything. He left. He walked away from his position. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, he walked away from his, he walked away from his position. He didn't really fire him. But at the same time, it, it kind of works for you because you're not, you weren't making any money off of advertisements for his, his segment, which was primetime. Mm -hmm. Now you can kind of just, I don't know, maybe make some sort of make some money again from that segment. Heads have to roll. I feel like heads have to roll for to recompensate for the 70 million that they lost. Mm. So I think heads have to roll. And if you cut his head, let's say you're paying him 50 to 60 million, you need to reimburse back the 70. You cut his head, you put somebody else that you just pay like that 20 and stuff. So whatever money you're making from that time slot, yeah. it'll eventually be back in the green and stuff within a matter of two years time frame instead of keeping him for an additional year. Right. Maybe more of a deficit. Right. Don's situation, I feel like Don Lemon just been kind of racking up tickets. He's it's been too wild, too off the cusp. But I think he's I, I kind of like when he gets zesty to the women. Yeah. Because he's gay. Yeah. And it's kind of like. You can't use a women privilege on me. I don't like you. <laughs> like, I, like I'm into sausage. So when they're trying to win him over, it's kind of like, what are you doing? I heard one of the things, I, and I'm not sure. So I'm not sure how true it is, but I heard he once boasted how they couldn't fire him because he was gay and he was black. Oh, how the turns have tables. <laughs> uh, being zesty for so long, right? Yeah. Do you think that that might have been? He might have had that little power until at some of point course. someone I said, th "His ego." Fuck you, being gay. Fuck you, being. I think his ego is not his amigo. Like there were several times where, yes, it is your show, and yes, they like you for the opinion opinionated aspect of it. But I don't know. I don't want to say it's interfering with you being you, but you still had to work. And yeah. you still have a job yeah. and, and certain type of and like it or not, some people like you for being you being you. That to you getting I'm oh, oh I'm without yeah. a doubt. I mean yeah. that's the reason why. But then again, again, it's still a facility paying for set individual or the company set paying individual. Right. We pay you to act accordingly like this. Right. You want to go off the cusp? Mm, it kind of worked in our favor in this extent, so we'll keep it. Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't work in our favor and stuff, you've been warned. Yeah. Cause I because I, I kind of feel that's like what happened with the whole Donald Trump and the whole Republican Party when they first they was like ah nah he, he's not good for the party this that and when they realized they couldn't beat him he's like alright as long as you as long as we can give you some guidelines for you to run the Republican Party you're our guy because you got the people behind you so we're just gonna run with you mm -hmm. mm. but I think to Don's point I don't think he could have rallied up that many people to help fight for his position without being a I think because he's gay and he's black, right? It'll turn into a form of like identity politics, mm. and that's an arena that, if you leave it long enough, it'll die on its own by itself, right? Because I just feel like right now, 
North America's position and stuff is definitely all about like, you know, I guess the LGBT world for me, my standpoint. And if it gets to certain things where let's say, okay, how long have we been having this argument about this bathroom and trans people using whichever washroom? Oh, it's been a good while. It's been a, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. And a lot of times and stuff, I think if they feel like if they leave it silent, it will it would fix itself. But it, it's not right. because you're eventually you're going to have the population of the trans people like going up and the man is going to be like, hey, like the fuck, where are these people going to use the washroom? Right. Right? Right. So either you say, yay, they can go in here or no, they cannot go in here. But eventually, I think the sweeping under the rug is not going to be, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not going to suffice. Right. So they're going to have to answer to some things. And I think a lot of times, especially with with Don's situation, to be like, we can let you go with stuff now or we don't have to answer the shit for a period of time before we really have to answer, answer for some right, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So smart move. You get his bread. They still owe him like 20 million to his contract. Right. And yeah, the best of both of them. Now those motherfuckers could reunite the worlds if they put egos to the side to get this bread. They just jump on the same show. I, I would watch it. Tucker Lemon? Puck up to lemons? <laughs> Puck, puck tuck up, up the lemons. Tuck, tuck up the lemons. Tuck up the lemons. Yeah, that sounds like a spicy zest. Lemon tucker. Lemon tucker. Go on. I like this. Lemon tucker. Lemon tucker. Lemon tucker. That's a show I that's, watch. That, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I tune in for that. Hi, I'm Tucker Carlson. Hi, I'm Don Lemon. What the fuck? The hey yo, Jesus is going on. Y'all see this? Yo, y'all see this right here? I I'll, I'll break my neck for that. This is Lemon Tucker. <laughs> Uh, yo, that sounds epic. I will watch it. I definitely watch that. Uh on a on a political side, my boy Phil Jackson, Zen Master. We still call him Zen Master? I think we still can call him Zen Master. Okay. There's nobody else in the, in the NBA has taken that title. Zen Master don't watch the NBA. <laughs> Zen Master no longer watches the NBA. Zen Master said after the, the Black Lives Matter movement took in place within yeah. the 2020, yeah. he stopped watching. He said mm. basketball got too political then. Has there ever been any other political moments before the Black Lives Matter? Really? In basketball? Yeah, that that really. That to my knowledge, that was the wildest. That 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 was it. That was the wildest and stuff. I want to say the. Some people were trying to kneel in in, in the NBA. Yeah. And some of them would just just um, join hands and lock hands and stuff when it came to national anthem. Right. So different strokes for different folks at that current time, but I think that it wasn't to that. Degree what you're thinking past the Black Lives Matter. No, Black Lives and, Matter. But, the and if they did anything, it would be more like awareness campaigns, like, like let's say like like AIDS awareness or NBA. Something. That's part of the company. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the company. Right. So I, I for even a Black Lives Matter to, for them to hoop to get jerseys. These weren't custom jerseys and stuff like that. The NBA provided for them. Yeah. Right. So the NBA themselves got into that political space to allow that. It was, I thought the gesture was okay. Yeah. I don't think it was needed because I'm a firm believer in stuff like, yo, especially when it comes to sports, I don't think there should be no kind of politics near sports. I don't think there should be any politics either. That's just me. And I think even like when we get to like the level, even identity politics with the, with the trans people coming into sports. Right. I just want to know if you're a proper athlete for the job, professional pro for the job. I don't, yeah. I can care less. Now, if you tell me your background, oh, I used to be a woman, now I'm a man and I want to box. And 
they're beating on you or wailing on you and you're like, oh, I don't have a certain type of muscle mass and everything to kind of compete. You did it to yourself. Right. You made this choice. Right, right. Right? Because this is the landscape you're going to enter. Now, whether you choose to jump in or not, the, the sport should be, shouldn't be political. Yeah, I think, I think pol- uh, politics should steer clear from sports. It, sh- it, it, has, it doesn't have its place in it. But at the same time, I think um, it, as as an individual, if you feel if you're compassionate about something and you take it to use, your platform, if I was gonna say if you want to use your if you want to use your platform, then by all means. And also, I think um, like if the if the league itself wants uh, wants to allow you to express yourself, as long as you do it within a, a tasteful fashion that doesn't you know show the league or anything else in a, in a bad light. Um, as an individual, I think they should, they should give you that right. Like, like sometimes we'll watch a, we'll watch a TV show or we'll listen to something on the radio and then you'll get that, you'll get that broadcast warning. Like the views of this individual does not reflect, let's say the station or the rest of the station people, mm-hmm. but they're still allowing that person to have that say. I think that, I think that's, I think that's commendable. You know what I mean? It's like, Listen, we know we, we may not rock with what you're going to say, but at the same time, we're we're going to allow you to have the, the freedom if this is what you believe in, and then you know we allow you the, the freedom to say it because we realize there might be others like you that, and you might be that voice for those people who are who feel voiceless. So in a sense, yeah, but I, from you know, I I think you know, in a whole entire organization to now become. A political force, especially sport. Nah, man, we trying to, we trying to forget about politics. We're trying to be so far from our mind. We're looking for you as the escape. Why you want to bring us back in there for? I agree with Phil. I just don't. They don't do that currently, and they didn't do it that long. Did not. So for him to for him to completely cut off the NBA, watching the NBA when you won that many championships, right? It's it's. It's, it says some things to me. Yeah, but I guess he sees where where it's going. Right, I don't think it's the the fact that they've done that sets up pre- precedence, and then you know it's what's next to come down the line, right? You don't you you can't argue against it because now you've already done it over here for Black Lives Matter. Very true. But when's the last time they've done that? And that's been since twenty twenty. Right, right. Let's say it's been twenty twenty. We're in twenty twenty three. This show was released with him in his interview recently. Like, so for three years, you haven't touched it. And they weren't even on that for too long. That was probably like the very first beginning of the NBA bubble, on bubble. Right. And then when the bubble continued on, they went back to regular jerseys. So I was like, eh, this will put you in a standpoint where it looks kind of different, but. And you're right. It's kind, it's kind of hard when the, when the, the politics itself actually involves actually involve sports like the whole the whole transgender issue with the you know those who are transitioned from from men to become women and are now playing in women leagues yes they still might have the unfair advantage but now we're seeing from a political standpoint we're allowing them we're allowing them to still still play right mm. like how do you how do you separate the how do you separate those two? Like it, it can't really. I get. I guess for at this point, it's going to be it, it, this, this, the the situation is going to be married 
together until you find a solution, just like what you're saying with the washroom, mm. right? There's only so much we can sweep it under the rug until we have to deal with until it. Until you have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I just, they need yeah. a league. Like I said, I'm for them to get a league. I'm for I'm for them to get I'm for them to get a I'm league. I'm for as them well. to get a league. I'm for them to get a league, but they can't get a league, so they want to convert whatever previous leagues and stuff into that. Right. Right. Where I look at it, stuff is where it's not really the the people that dictate that. It's the dollars that dictate that. Like, oh, what drives and brings currency? We live in a capitalist world. You had NBA, you have ABA. They realized the ABA had all the players doing the slowy shit, the movements and all that type of stuff. The NBA is like, yo, that we're gonna buy them right. and acquire this league to spend the money so we can get the eyes that's all over there to here. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the dollars that made the acquisition for the NBA to be to where it is and stuff now. Right. It's not, oh, we created this league because this league had more. Th-. No, they, they, they spent their dollars. We've already have our structure here. You want to create something else. You're well, welcome to, to go, oh, by all, by, all means. Means. by all means. But you're not going to get a proper check cut because we've put time, years, research in on this side for the yeah. checks to be bigger yeah. when you don't have that much. You're going to have to grow it to, for it to be something viable for us to now say. Ain't no present like the present to start. They can start now and then hope for the best and just be more the pioneers. I'm not saying you plant a tree, you plant the seed now, tree's supposed to come up now. Plant it now, plant the seeds now. Eventually you might have your own league. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. But they, they don't want to do that. Most people they just want to come in and stuff we just want to shape your shit. They coming. This is yeah. not your average Joseph Entertainment right here in this motherfucker. And they tell you like, mm, you don't have any rules for women's washroom rules and stuff here. You're not accommodating to women. You're like, this is my structure here. This is, this is what I have set up. Right. Well, it's going to be a little bit different and stuff because one, two, and three complained about it. You're going to have to make these changes if we rally up enough noise. And when people rally up enough noise, they might get the help. Other people might just tell them like, yo, here's a defamation lawsuit, you know, shut the fuck up and sit pretty over there. Sit pretty over there. That's your job. Uh, I wanted to ask you, is it hard to stay disciplined? Um, I don't think it's hard to stay disciplined. I think it's it's hard to become disciplined. I I think once you've, got set into your 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 groove mm-hmm. or it becomes second nature to you mm-hmm. and you developed a routine on it I think you can I think you can ma- maintain it uh, unless something that sort of like throws a monkey wrench in it and like throws off your plan um then yeah you might be down for a couple of days but even even with that being said I think it's much easier to get back into it if it's if it's already been like a part of your routine type of deal, you know what I mean. Like if you're used to if you're used to, I used up. to think that I used to think that, but I think everything has its like reasons and seasons. And I don't want to sound all vague like that, but right. I feel like it has its time. Let's say if you always you always jog before you went to work, right, and you stop because you have kids and everything. The weight, the way how your body functioned and all that type of stuff after, let's say, like the kids going to daycare and school. Let's say it took like approximately like three years and you right. not want to get back into this groove. Not yeah. saying you haven't been a jogger for most of your life, but your body's different. You had right. a different time. Well, in, in a situation like that, I'll, I'll say you're, you're definitely right. But that's because the routine has changed. Like for those three years, the routine has not become drop, dropping off your kids at school, right? So that you've, you've 
to, you've removed that time. But I'm saying in a situation where like you wake up six every morning to jog, right? Mm-hmm. You, one morning you wake up and you're not, you're not feeling well. So for the next two days, you don't jog, right? Day three comes, you're still waking up that, at that time because your body's so used to it. Day three comes, is like, you don't want to, you, you, you still feel sick, but your body, your mind and your body's telling you, hey, I'm up at this time because I'm, I'm jogging. So now you're thinking to yourself, well, do I get up and jog? Or just, uh, just lie down here one more time. And then maybe by day four, you're feeling much better, but you still get up at six o'clock. You get up at six o'clock, there's probably nothing for you to do at that time, but jog because that's what you're so used to waking up at that time and doing. So now you'd fall right back into the routine of, of, of jogging. Anything more than I, I want to say, like, what they say, 21 days to form a habit? I think if you if I think if you fall out of out of that practice for like 24, 21 days, mm. then I think now it becomes a chore to now you now you gotta retrain yourself to have that commitment to say, okay, I'm waking up at six o'clock in the morning and I'm waking up with the purpose of jogging. Twenty-one days without waking up at six o'clock and not doing anything, your body might say, Well, you know what, I might be able to sleep to six fifteen. A few days after that, I will. Ain't no reason getting up at 6.15 because I'm still not doing it. 7 o'clock. Now you're getting up at 7 o'clock because your body is not falling, falling into that routine. Well, now you got to fight yourself to set, set your alarm now for 6 o'clock because you want to start jogging at 6, 6 o'clock again. Is that kind of... I see, you know, I see where you're going with that. I, I see it. I feel like it, it is hard to stay disciplined because I think the, the getting there is a process of stuff in itself, but I feel like if you're, let's say, if we're talking about jogging or, or like say the person's purpose to jog is to lose weight and maintain a healthy weight. Right. Right? And they started doing this and stuff. Let's say they were weighing, I don't know, a buck 80. And now they're jogging consistently and stuff for, let's say, the 90 days. So say for the three months. Mm-hmm. They went from 180 to probably like 140 pounds. Right. Right. Most of their clothes are dropping off on them. Mm. Slim fast commercials all over again. Yeah. yeah. Do they continue to jog? And a lot of them and stuff is like, you know, I kind of reached my targeted frame. Yeah. So they can jog less. Like instead of doing a 20 minute, they can do a 10 minute and stuff. But a lot of them would just like say, nope, I am where I am now, whatever, and just kind of kill it. Right. Because I feel like they've reached like a targeted kind of goal once they've but got, they got past the hard part of becoming disciplined. Right. And they're like, yeah, I'm here. Goal acquired. Target met. Yeah. They fall off. Then I have the other pocket of people and stuff in my mind where they're working to, towards something, but they're not seeing the results that they want. Yeah. So they said, fuck the whole thing and stuff after that, like in general. Right. But I guess they don't fully like collapse on it right away. Like it's kind of like, yeah, if you're working out to say you want to get buff and big and trim and everything and people are like damn you look good and everything like you know I haven't did a you know a little dumbbell curl in like some weeks a few months yeah you know I was like I look good I look good in my mankini already so I'm good to go (laughs) around around I'm looking proper in my mankini so you know I don't I I don't need to exercise any more than it is already Mm, 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 mm. 10k to 20k folks 
10K to the Timmy let's, 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 let's get it popping. Let's get that GoFundMe popping. So, I, I, I feel like it's hard. It's hard to stay disciplined. I always see... I see more non... I didn't. I don't want to use that word to, to measure them, but I see a lot of more people who are working towards a goal right, and stopped because the, they're not disciplined enough for, let's say, the task. Right. Right? Because the task might require, like, and this is, we're not saying like working out, but the, the task might be, okay, so you want your podcast to pop. Right. Are you willing to go to these places to have the conversation for this level of, of let's say, subscribers or fan base, to build a fan base? Are you willing to do these extra videos and make them a typical, a typical type of way? And if your answer is yes, yes, and yes, congratulations, you are disciplined. Right. But if you're saying like, that might be take too much work or that takes too much time or I don't have enough resources and everything like that. Okay, so now you know what you need to do. What are you working towards that? You're still working towards that? That's the discipline. Right. If you're not, you're not. Right. So I feel like it's, it's hard for them to even stay disciplined to say like, yo, you're on the course to doing this. Just stay the course. Yeah. Stay the course is hard as fuck. It's easy as hell to it's, say. It's, it's st- stay the course is... Yeah. I mean... It, it's easy to say. It's, it's easier said than done. It's hard. But I, I, like I said, if, if, if you've made it a part of your routine and a part of your lifestyle, if, if, if it's a something situation like that, then it just like, Go be great. Yeah. Like like a second nature stuff. Like even with um even like with like like the editing, like at beginning, it was hard, right? Mm-hmm. Say, okay, like uh this would mess up, this would mess up, this me- this would mess up. So it would take hours, right? Then eventually I started fixing the problems that would mess up, right? So instead of taking hours, it take maybe an hour or two here and there to get it down, right? Mm. And then as I'm constantly working at it, I'm constantly building techniques. I'm constantly building shortcuts, right? So now it's at the situation now where it's it's no longer taking hours. It's taking an hour, right? So now that it takes now that it's it's taking an hour, right? I've got it down to the hour. All those extra, the, 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 all those other hours that I've been wasting before, now I have now I have time to do other stuff with that hours. So now I'm saying, okay, you know what? Hey, maybe I can make a short, like maybe I can make a short clip out of that. Right. Maybe I can do this out of it. So now I have now, now I have like a set routine on a, a a particular day because you're disciplined. Because I'm because I'm disciplined, but not only because I'm I'm not only because I'm disciplined, but I know I've I've marked out those times. I mar- I've marked out that time. So when I wake up Monday morning, my routine is come down, turn the computer on. I'm not jumping on it, on it right away, but come down, turn the computer on. Wifey doesn't start to work till 1030, right? Make us both tea. We'll sit down. We'll have our tea. 1030 comes, she'll go to work. I'll come down. I'm working. Folks don't use this in information to kill him and his family. It's just he's giving out too much info. But uh, case in, your case, I'm what you're saying, your case in point. Yeah. It's case in point. Exactly what I'm right. saying. Right. Some people don't even have a routine or discipline enough to create a routine enough to continue doing that. 
you who are who is a podcaster, you can tell the difference between the ones who first forty eight, for example. When I always say first forty eight, yeah, you can tell the first forty eight folks compared to the people who are in it to win it, right? You can see that as because you're in that land space, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of times. When you're in that particular land space, you can see who's disciplined and who's not. That's what I'm saying. It's a, more of a general kind of thing. Mm. It's not more of a particular, like, look, I don't want to use workout as that thing, but it's kind of like that in the, the aspect and stuff wise, for an example, we're just using workout. A lot of people are not disciplined enough. And to, I want to say to become disciplined, I feel like it's something, what are you passionate about? Because a lot of people want stuff like, when it comes to the, what are you passionate about? That's a that's, you can't that's, lie to yourself. That's that's a key thing. That's you can't you can't thing. lie to yourself. Like I know I'm passionate about this, so I know I'm disciplined enough to do everything I need to do for this. Right. Because this is part of my passion. Right. If it's not part of your passion, then you're gonna try to create. You're gonna try and be disciplined for something that's not your passion. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna shaky, say shaky, scary hours, bro. I was gonna say, well, let's remove it from let's remove it from work, right? Mm-hmm. And then that that whole dedication of, let's say, religion then, mm-hmm. right? But then you, you, you mentioned the key thing, but right before I even got to that thought was just the passion. If you have a, if you have a passion towards a specific religion or a specific deity, right? Then you, you then you put in that work towards that, right? You mm-hmm. put in your work towards your faith. You get up every Sunday. You go to church. You try to do be the best person that you could possibly possibly be, right? Of course. But that's because of the the, the passion that's the, the passion that's there, right? Mm. And that that yeah that that definitely goes a long way towards discipline. If I I can agree with you one hundred percent. If you don't have the passion or you lack the passion to do something, you won't say the, discipline. The, 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 the discipline. You definitely you, you won't you won't stay discipline. Definitely won't stay with you. You won't you won't stay disciplined because it's kind of like it's throwing off. It's it's not coming from that part of desire. That 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 you know the passion that that, that, it, that it gives you yeah. that feeling. So now you're looking at stuff as like, yeah, I don't know. I was for all this, but I'm not for this extra component. Like I, I hear even I hear some people stuff in certain conversations and stuff. I'll do everything in the world for my man. I, I heard a woman tell me like, there's nothing in the world I won't do for my man. I don't know about doing anal though. So I'm like, so don't say a statement like that. Don't say a statement like that. Then just be like. I want to do certain things and stuff for, you know, the individual. But then now if you're looking like, oh, certain. But if another woman say certain, now you're like, no, 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 no. I'll do everything in the world for my man. Is it discipline? Or, and can we still say it's there's passion involved for the worker that gets to work every day at 6 a.m., never misses a day, never late, but hates their job? Is it discipline? Can we attach the pa- passion to is that a, is that a different type of discipline? It may not be too far, but I feel like I need more information on the individual. On the, on the individual. Because I look at the stuff and see when you're giving, when you're putting it broad like that, like for all we know, because he, he or she could have like a particular type of goal. Right. They'd be like, yo, I'm working at this company for five years. I'm not gonna fuck up anything because I know after like each check, let's say a month, I know three hundred dollars is going towards this. Right. At this fifth year mark, these three hundred thousand are equal up to whatever the so fuck. So the passion may not be for the job, but to, but there's still a passion that they're working towards something that maintains mm-hmm. them having that certain discipline within that job. Uh-huh. But I mean, I, I feel like a lot of that's smarter people. Of the, the world we live in. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
the, uh, the, the smarter, wiser ones. Right. Because the other ones and stuff is like still frivolously. Yeah. And then they're like, man, if I kept all that money I used to blow off right. on cocaine yeah. and mm-hmm. prostitutes, mm-hmm. I tell you, Fords, Fords will never miss me on a Fortune 500. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. Uh, yeah, man. Let's, let's get to the question of the week. Question of the week. All right. Question of the week. It's an oldie but a goodie. In a love triangle, who holds the most power? The husband? The wife? Or the person on the side? Do you know when I was first encountered by this question, I always thought it to be the wife. Wifey? Yeah, because usually her name is tied to to, to so much things. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to pull away from her without being affected. But I mean, in recent times, I've been starting to think that it's, it's the side piece that holds the power in the relationship. And I only now say that because usually if there's a side piece involved in the relationship, mm-hmm. that significant other is no longer really looked at as significant. Hmm. And the fact that you've de- allowed yourself to develop another f- set of feelings for this one to be a side piece. Now, granted, if it's just like, you got ton, yeah, you got tons of women like you don't like you like it's not like a really a side piece thing. It's just like you just need to just get your your your, your thrills off. Then a little bit different. But if you've invested, like you know, you spend money on this particular girl outside the relationship because you like you really like this particular girl and you like how this particular person makes you feel. Mm-hmm. That particular person might hold all that weight because they can turn around and crush you you might not mind losing your wife for this particular person but you might mind losing this particular person because your wife found out I remember I used to fuck up on the Jay-Z line I remember it's, it's me and my it's, um, 03 Bonnie and Clyde mm. the problem is you dudes treat the one that you humping with the same respect that you treat the one that you're loving mm. and I think when it gets to that point right I think that's where the problem lies right that's when the side piece get the control Right. Right. Because I think if there's a level of respect, um, which is dope too, if you guys don't know, there's an old school Jamaican play called Under My Nose. Yes. And with Under My Nose, the man like, Classic. he's like, yo, man, let me tell you something, man. Like I'm translating like the way he said it, but right. I like how he said it in Patois though. Right. He's like, you have your husband over there. I have my wife over here. Yeah. I didn't tell him leaving my wife for, so you and I can go fucking run away to the hills. Right. That's a you thing, boo. Mm-hmm. He's like, we have something. We have a contractual conversation and an agreement right here. Right. Don't go fucking shit up now. Yeah. And I was like, quality. Poetry at its fucking finest. And it's too true. Because again, this man's like, yo, you are thrills. Mm-hmm. This is reality. I, 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 I like it like that. Right. You're trying to be reality. You want to you wanna become my reality. Yeah. So, You're gonna mess up a happy home. Yeah, you're fucking up my thrills. <laughs> She's like, but I want to move and live with you. He's like, well, we're in the doghouse. Like, yo, go go back to your husband. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yo, this shit is yeah, wild. Yeah. But it for me, for years, for years and years and years in, we've been doing this for five years, not a walk-on show. Mm. Um before 
I was down for the side piece, but now I'm for the husband. The husband. The husband. I'm for the husband. The husband has the power. He has the money. He has the flex. It's not a cheap thrill. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Man shit. Real man shit. For you to have a side piece now, do you think you need, or would you think you need more income for a side piece? I think I would need more income for a side piece. I would think so too, because if I'm any kind of woman... To be a side piece and stuff like that, I'd be like, boss, you're paying for part of my silence. Not only that, not only are you paying part of for her silence, but bro, you gotta up also gotta up your game with your, your, your with, with your significant other. Wait, what? Meaning what? Spend some more dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You need you. I would. That's one shift. By adding one more person into your mix. It's just like, say, you and wife. Now you want to add side person to stuff, whatever. So your income has to take a little spice to boost up to say like, all right, now I got to compensate this person with other shit and I got to make sure I spend more money with this person to keep this person happy because I want to fuck both of them. Right. You're going to need the extra income. You're going to need the silence money. You're going to need that money and stuff, the, the, the funds to kind of generate for that. If you got it good like that, not even, and this is normal person. This is regular Joe shit. Right. Right. It's not baller shot callers. Cause I feel like a lot of the, like the, I want to say the money chasing women that we were cluttered and flooded to see on social media. Mm-hmm. It's like they're all chasing the same one percenters and stuff. But eventually the reality check will kick in on most of them and be like, damn, this is a one percent. It's fucking hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. Now let me expand. Be like, yo, as long as you have a job. And your credit can support me on, on the side and stuff or something as that. Or you can take a business trip and take me. Yeah. And I know you have a wife. Yeah. Let's go. I heard, I heard a woman say, yo, cheating, cheating can't end her relationship. A cheating, cheating issue mm-hmm. cannot end her relationship. Cheating cannot break up a good relationship. I heard you even agreed to something like that one time, one of the shows. Cheating can't break up a, a, a marriage. Not if you're willing to repent. <laughs> you can't break up a marriage. Repent. <laughs> I don't think you can compel you can cheat and be a forever cheater and, and, and with the level of consistency have it agreed. Have it work for you. Unless you're a, unless you're a billionaire and your wife just or your your wife she doesn't care. No, she turns a blind eye to it. Yeah, she she doesn't she turns care. A blind, yeah. That's what but remember, as I said before, before I had the side piece and stuff, and then like my runner-up was the wife. Mm. So, you know, so I had, I had the wife and the very first time I heard the question, then I thought about it some more, marinated, and I stuck with the side piece because the side piece was one phone call, a doorbell, a roadway ring right. from shutting down the house of cards. Right. Now motherfuckers don't care about the side piece. I see, I see people just argue and stuff. Yeah, I know he cheat. And so what? So what? He still come home to me every night and be like, but in the daytime, he's over there. <laughs> Where is he in the daytime? Where is he in the daytime? <laughs> so I was like, the husband. But that level, your dollars is proper. Your dollars is proper. Everything can go. And I was about to say, your dollars is proper. Everything can go. And if you're really not spending that much time with the wife, guess what? She ain't really spending that much time with you. And <laughs> my piece, she might have her own other side piece. If. Because think about it. I know the if you found out your wife and stuff, hypothetically speaking, if you found out like, you know, your wife had a side piece 
and you found out that like, yo, you were pooling money to do this, that, and the third, and now you realize like, you know, you're part of the breadwinners in the household. You can like, I'm funding your money for you to go fuck the pool guy. You get what I'm saying? Are you gonna let the money train keep go? Or are you gonna cut the gravy train off? Are oh, you gonna cut the gravy train exactly. off? Exactly. But if so, so but if but if it's not if it's that's what I'm saying the the the, the rich the who the like the rich rich who don't care is like. As long as you don't mess up my fun that I'm having over here, listen, have your fun over here. I, I don't care. I'm going to turn a blind eye just like how you turn a blind eye. You really? You think so? Yeah, some of the, some of the super rich know their wife is have the, out there doing, but they know they're doing dirt too. So what are they going to do? I feel like a woman's cheating is going to be heavier than you than you cheating. I feel like you could be out there married and you can fuck 50 women and yeah. I think she can fuck five guys. And it'll make you cut the money train, no matter how much money you have. She you can fuck so? five guys, and she'll cut the money train. She you might fuck so? five of your enemies, and it'll fuck. And it'll, you'll want to cut the money train. You can fuck a hundred women out there, and the thing is, she fuck five of your enemies, or five people that's not for you, or five people stuff that will kind of fuck with your psyche. You'll cut her money train. Man, I think, I billion think, dollar Joe. Man, I, I, I think it's like she like. He don't care. He out there fucking his own pussy. He just leave, he just leaves me alone. I think because I, 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 I think you have. A, I, I think if you if you like if you know one hundred percent sure that what that is happening. That what she's fucking. Yeah, you, guy? You, you'll, you'll you'll do it. I think if if it's a suspicion, maybe you'll just make it. You'll just like I don't care anyway because she's leaving me alone. She no, and so alone, so leave alone. you your billionaire ass done paid somebody like a cheaters group to follow fucking <laughs> said woman. Like, no, dude, they, they, if you're paying the cheaters group to but follow, you, got money. you said money ain't a thing. That's why you're spending. Yeah, it, but you if know? you're gonna spend it on that, then you obviously then you're you know. Concerned. So that's you're what I'm saying. So you're concerned, and then you know. You're concerned. So that's what I'm saying. You're gonna yeah. cut this money train off, and remember, you out here fucking like say you guys have the confrontation argument, whatever. Yeah. Relax. I only fucked five guys. You've been slaying a, a thousand women. It's all the point. It hurts me. I'm devastated. How could you, you harlot? Uh, I don't know. A woman cheating is not the same as a man cheating. Okay. All right. Let's let's flip the scenario again. Run it. What if the side piece mm. is the millionaire, but she just. Loves you as much as your wife loves you and doesn't want to do, be anything but the side piece. She realizes you got a happy home, you're good, you're content. She just wants to be the so she's not costing you, she's not costing you a thing. So I have to have this this delegation with the wife. <laughs> the wife. <laughs> Babe, hold my hand. Kiss the hand. Ah, love you. Yeah. I got a new job. <laughs> the old job has to go. I have to do all these kind of testing and everything like that. Right. I'm going to be a hybrid worker. You're going to be a hybrid. So sometimes I'll be working from home. Yeah. It may seem like I'm not doing shit, playing video games, yeah. just on the internet looking frivolous at shit because we have more money to spend. Yeah. But some days I'm going to have to go into the office. Some days go in the office. I'm going to have to put in that work. I'm going to have to put in that work. The song says you can do it if you put your back into it. Mm -hmm. And I go to work and put my back into it. There you go. Hopefully you understand my new job. And then again, kiss her hand. No, again, kiss, her hand. kiss her hand before. <laughs> yeah, give her the whole speech. And then give them, seal the deal. Seal the deal. <laughs> you can tell him a piece uh, of shit. You can tell him a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, What's well, not going to happen. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, but that that that's that's my ten to twenty k, folks. <laughs> we trying to get Marvin to get that bread up before he pulls these stunts out in the streets. <laughs> just saying, just uh, saying. Uh <sighs> get to the yeah. Let's get to the ask the sons to slide up out. All right. First, ask the sons says it's from Kerr D. What costs a lot of money, but should actually be free. That's dying for me, folks. Mm. Dying. Too much money is spent on burying people. Way too much money. This person's yeah. done like dinner now. They're not even a taxpayer no more. They're not taking up any other resources. Why I gotta cost that much? <laughs> Why? 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 Even a cremation shit. Like, I guess. How much is like a small canister of oil to set on fire to burn a corpse? Possibly. And then take those ashes, the little dollar store broom, I mean, sweep it up, put in a... I mean, if you had your own, if you had your own land, right? Mm-hmm. Is it illegal to cremate somebody on your own land? I don't know. Something like that. Because I always thought about it a long, long time ago until I saw like the first episode of Ozark. Right. When I realized how that they, they were the formaldehyde and like the canisters and the um, sulfuric acid. Yeah. I was like... Hey, I was thinking about a place was cremating and just dumping bodies. Like, hey, it's too costly over there. Come to dump them at Mars. <laughs> we'll deal with it for you. But you know, I was like, yeah, the client, the the, the cartel might move in on my office. Office, like, yo, we got some work for you today. <laughs> Telling you, it's like your whole backyard. Yeah, is like, I gotta, I gotta burn these bodies by noon tomorrow. Well, I, I ask because in in the Caribbean, right? Mm. It's like you'll find a lot of. You'll find a lot of properties where, like, grandma or grandpa is actually, like, buried on the property, right? So, obviously, they didn't, they didn't pay for no, no funeral ground. They didn't pay for no this, no that, no that. I'm just saying, what if you don't want to bury them? What if you want to do them awesome old medieval style, shoot flaming arrows into a bunch of twigs and just have them go up and smoke? Like, can you? are you allowed to do that on your land? How much is it going to cost you to gather up a, a bunch of twigs? Zero ninety nine. Zero ninety nine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rub two sticks together and start a fire. Zero ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once it, once it's all up in smoke, ain't nobody got to worry about nothing. This new show <laughs> is called Apodicle Psychos. Um, your host over there, um, Drew Lemon, once again. On that side over there, Drew Lemon. Um, Marvin Carlson doesn't want to spend any money on 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 burying. I'm, I'm trying I, to come up with ways. I'm, I'm to for it. I'm for it. That's the sad thing. That's the yeah, sad thing. There's nothing sad for me about that, Marvin. We're trying to conserve money. I'm trying to conserve money and stuff for and, too. But I, but this, this, this what I'm saying like the, the sad thing and stuff is that you're not wrong in my eyes because I look at it and stuff as like okay. You told me now, set grandparent and stuff, a set grandperson and stuff is now kaput. Yeah. Right? You're telling me now, if we go about this type of way, we spend all this type of money. But I'm like, what if I know somebody with their own kiln? <laughs> with their own kiln. I can hack away a few body parts <sighs> and kind of get this down and stuff, whatever. How much would you charge the stuff, whatever, there? Because look, mechanic. Look at mechanic. Some mechanics will tell you like, yo, you buy the parts, I'll do this, I'll just charge you for the labor. Just charge me for the labor. Just charge me for the labor. I'll do everything else. Charge me for the labor, man. If 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 you go get like a like a like a a, a proper headstone, 
can run you anywhere between three grand and up. Or, or you buy a decent sized stone from Home Depot, which the shit don't make no sense because Mother Nature gave him a stone. Right. But you get a bigger size slab one. Just get that bitch engraved and just, you know, pop that up in the ground. You were you went one up on me. I'll say I'll say get yourself a black <laughs> and that bitch in the, the den or something. Yeah, you know I mean I ain't gotta go to the graveyard to visit you. Your plaque is on the wall. A honey honey roasted you in the backyard. You're up in smoke. Everything is a done deal. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Everything is a done deal. Yeah, I'll get a plaque. Would you, would you upgrade it to a trophy? You know the one yeah, that you'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. in honor of such right. and such and such, yeah, and have your photo and that little... The really you know, nice one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Soft things, man. Soft, that's soft things, bro. You were going to spend three grand on a stone. This episode, disregard it. Don't listen to it. This is the Particle <laughs> Sons Funeral Service. This, we're going to be going to the business soon. You want discount funerals? Come see us Come in see next us. month. Come we see got us. you. Come see us. Specials on the plaques. You <laughs> 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 take the backyard cremating. We give you the special on the plaque. You're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. Um, next question comes from Jessica. Why would the elites want to depopulate the world? Your thoughts? <sighs> I think less... Less less population, more easy to control. That's my thought. I think they want to. I think they want to get it down to a, a a small group of number where it's where it's sustainable. They're always talking about sustainability. <clears throat> well, you can control, right? I, I, that that I can see. That I can see, and I can agree with whatever. Because I look at the stuff as there. If you have enough policing units to possibly police, let's say in your city, you might have five thousand police officers. Right. Right. And let's say. At a particular shift, you could probably get three thousand or two thousand on demand right. to deal with set crises and set issues and stuff. If you need more than the five thousand and stuff to have on demand now, certain things has to change for those things, right? Because this five thousand can probably probably are there to police the population of like let's say a million, right? Right? Right. If your if your population million goes to like two million and stuff, you have to do that to quantify. But a lot of times it's gonna cost more money. So if you keep it underneath this particular type of like overhead, yeah, you're you're good to kind of run everything yeah, as is. Yeah. If it goes over that, then this is when you like we need to start trimming the fat, right? Start cutting our losses and like this is where they start severing things. And like in a, even in a company, yeah, even in a company, we like Perfect where example. are we wasting dollars? Perfect example. So you're looking like all right. So they're like, where are we wasting where people aren't being productive or? We're not making the back end and we're, it's costing us more to keep them alive. I see that. Yep. I see that. Yep. Perfect. When he's, the company makes it, makes it just that more visual. Yeah. Because you see that shit happen in companies every day. They're like, what? We made so much money? Yeah, but we're going to downsize and stuff. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> we said we went up in sales. You're like, yo, guess the fuck? They're like, nah, nah. So we're going to start trimming the fat. Okay, who got less than yours? So people with the less than yours, they're like, I just got hired last week. I just bought a house. I just bought a house. <laughs> the guy's like, yo, the Aston Martin is getting delivered next week. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Meaning, we don't give a fuck, but yeah. sorry. Right. You wanted to sell your Aston to Ted. He's got a couple years seniority on you. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. I can, I can see that. That's well said. Well said. Um, last question comes from Snake Hugs. 
Snakes Hugs is a wild name. Snake Hugs, what? That, that's, I feel like an anaconda just kind of wrapped mm-hmm. around somebody. Mm-hmm. What's the best response when a Christian tells you you're going to hell? See you later. Because you'll be down there with me. Save your seat. <laughs> Don't be late. Don't be late. <laughs> Don't be late. I don't. I. You know what? Not too many Christian people tell me I'm going to hell. Only a few. Your wife tells me I'm going to hell a few times. Yes, but I think she does it lovingly. I, I, y'all got some some <laughs> weird, rough weird love. Way, weird, weird way of showing love. Weird way of showing love. Some tough love, rough love. Uh yeah. I really pay Christian folk too much attention when they tell me about all that type of stuff about coming to church because. You know, you know what's so funny? I have a friend who's a who's a shrink. Okay. And he said to me, he said, if you're actively trying to find ways to be the better version of yourself, yeah. that's your structure right there. You don't need any set of guidance or rules and stuff for it. Let's say if you you said you want to base on with God and you want to be the best version of yourself possible. Right. And you go with those things, you don't really need like in-depth forms of Christianity or like Bible study or certain because you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You kind of carved out a path and a way for yourself to kind of work. Now, it might become rigid because if you kind of stick to yourself, but then I think the more like it mine's like a parachute where it's better when it's open. Mm-hmm. So you acquire these other people or other information and stuff, and it can be smoothed out possible for you. So you wouldn't need a shrink. You wouldn't need a religion to depend on. Because I look at it stuff as where I feel like you're mind, body, and sound kind of person. Yeah. You don't need a religion, but you know how you and God will talk and walk. Right, right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't need, I want to say, certain type of, I don't want to rob you from the, but let's say there's certain aspects in the world that's not a need for you. It's like, oh, it'll be nice to have or to be a want, but it's, it's not a need. I've always looked at it as there's nothing wrong with religion, right? Mm-hmm. But I think more than so, you, you have you have to have that one-on-one spiritual connection with your with yourself, mm-hmm. right? And with and with having it within yourself, I think that it. It'll enable you to be more open and, and having that with others. Mm-hmm. And you doing that, I think you become more, more Christ-like, let's say. Mm. Right? Not you are not, you're not, you're not being Christ, but you're in you're emulating Christ's behavior. Cause nice. the one thing we can say is that. He loved himself, right? He had wisdom about him himself, and that allowed him to be allowed him to love others or be a, a blessing to others. And all the archetypes that that are are that we can kind of look at that in the, in the example, mm-hmm. it's almost the same sort of situation where they have like that uh, that deep spiritual connection with themselves. They they found the God, the God within themselves that allows them to now express that. The other song, I, I think your, your your shrink is not far from it at all. Well said. Not far from it at all. You like you 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 have that one on one connection with yourself, and you love you love you. you if, if you love others like you love yourself, that's a problem. That like 
I think we don't know how to love ourselves and respect ourselves. Not and not all of us, but I think if all of us knew how to do that, then it's much easier to love and respect others. You don't need a poetry slam. You got it right here. Right here, right. But From Drew remember True exotic, Lemon. exotic reviews. Is that is that is that the, 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 the oh the exotic yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's the take members time. only. Let's take time to plug the members only since. Uh, since it is a Mr. Morgan a, is only a few days away from now. Poet Fest, Poet Fest. By the time this episode's drop, you have one more day till the event. Yes. Yeah, so this will drop on the Tuesday. So once this drops on the Tuesday, the show will be on the third, the, the Wednesday, the third. The tickets, uh, it's, I don't know if you're hearing this by Tuesday, if they still be available. So, you know, we'll just do a reminder post right now, right there and then. So you, you have it. And hopefully, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Will you be wearing your mankini on the stage? No, no, come on. Unless they get, they get, they get a 20K they, they, they together? Get 20K that. before then. The mankini might make the appearance. One day 20K? Oh, hell yeah. It might go make on. the appearance. I'll do a cartwheel in that shit in the, for the <laughs> day on the day. <laughs> Yo. All cartwheels. Not a lot of support in that mankini. <laughs> he wore the itsy bitsy deedy weedy red flat mankini. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We are here. Him to so say the sons and be out this piece. So say the sons this week says a proper choice should come from knowledge and not numbers. So, so says the, the sons. sons. Please don't get hyped over about these fraudulent people online telling you turn your $10 into $10 million. Those numbers might not be the proper place you should start from. Look nah. into the companies, research the companies, research these places and make sure... It makes sense to you there before you just see the dollars or the numbers and get blinded by them. Yeah. Yeah. Very easy to get captivated by the numbers. Yes. Because like this man will sleep with a thousand women and only five, his hypothetical wife will sleep with. And now it's a problem for him to cut that money train. It's a problem. We are here. Yeah. Once again, man, we appreciate you. Like, comment, subscribe, all the above. Don't forget to hit the bell notification if you've seen us on YouTube. All of that. Particle Sun's website. And you can see his podcast on Spotify as well. That's it. That's all real. streaming platforms possible from Audible all the way to iHeartRadio. Particle Sun's are there. Once again, thank you for listening to the Particle Sun's. Remember the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. <laughs> Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. You want to get Jesus in the mankini? Yeah, you get the mankini, man. Uh, Sexy Jesus. The particle signs with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.